everyone, and welcome to the first ever episode of the Sisters in Sustainability podcast. I'm your host, Victoria Lynn. I am a longtime advocate and sustainability educator, a published children's author, Girl Scout, and the founder of Sustainability Starts With You, a program focused on educating communities about the importance and simplicity of sustainable lifestyles. And of course, I'm your host. The Sisters in Sustainability podcast is designed to help highlight young women and their impact on the growing sustainability movement. In 2015, the United Nations released 17 sustainable development goals centered around improving the quality of life for the global population. From climate action to social justice reform, sustainability is a global issue that impacts us all. Together, we can tackle these goals and help to make the world a greener, cleaner, and more sustainable place. I am joined today by our first ever guest, Lizzie Shacklett. Lizzie, we are so excited to have you on. So why don't you start off by telling us a little bit about yourself and your social impact initiative? Hi, I am so excited and so honored to be in the first episode of Sisters in Sustainability with my sister, Victoria. Thank you so much, Victoria, for having me. So I wanted to talk a little bit about my social impact initiative, Literacy is Lit, Finding and Filling the Literacy Gap. So I've always loved reading from a young age, and I've been lucky to have access to books as well as their benefits. But I was surprised to learn that one in four children in America grow up without learning how to read. And this was so surprising to me because literacy is such a necessary skill that's needed for success in life. And so many societal issues that we face today, such as poverty, can be traced back to a lack of literacy skills in our communities. And I knew I wanted to do something to change this. And that is why I work to give underserved families and children access to resources like books, important literacy skills, and overall inspire a love of reading my first goal, as I mentioned in my initiative, is to donate books to underprivileged communities. So through my book drives, I have collected and distributed almost 5,000 books to various book banks, preschools, community centers, and shelters throughout the state of Pennsylvania, as well as New Jersey. And this year, I hope to double that number. My second goal is to advocate on the importance of literacy skills and quality education through my social media, my children's book, and my appearances. I hope to provide people in need with ways that they can receive extra resources and programs. And I also hope to encourage members of my community to get involved through their own donations and advocacy. Because I believe that if we work to raise literacy rates and increase funding for education, we can end the cycle of poverty, enhance opportunities across our country and build a better future for each other. Lizzie, I have to say, uh, the people who are listening today obviously can't see you and, and would be probably shocked to know just how young you really are. Um, and I, I mean, for everybody who's listening back at home, just listening to her speak, you can tell that literacy is obviously something that that she deals with on a daily basis because of just the way she talks. She's one of the most articulate people I've ever had the, the opportunity of meeting. And one thing that she said, Lizzie, that you kind of glossed over yes. is your children's book. Yeah. You are a published author. That is a huge deal. So tell us about your book. So my book, it's called I Read Before Bed, and it's on Amazon as well as online in Barnes & Noble. And it features six different children and the different lessons that they learn from reading. And basically, I just wanted to get the message out there on how beneficial reading can be to a child's life and how important it is to be able to give children access to books starting from a young age. And so with the message of my book, I've just been so happy to further my initiative in that way. 
as somebody who loves to read, do you have a favorite book? Uh, that is such a hard question. But if I had to pick one, I would probably pick Refugee by Alan Gratz because it ties in the story of three different refugees, one in Cuba, one in the Holocaust, and one in Syria. And I just love the way that the stories are intertwined. And in the end, they all come together in such a meaningful way. And just how Gratz writes is so beautiful. And I really enjoyed that book. And I would definitely recommend it to everyone. That might be your favorite book personally. Has there been a book that you've maybe been introduced to through school that you feel has been really impactful for you that you would recommend? Most definitely. I believe, so I had such an amazing English teacher in fifth and sixth grade. I had her both years and she really inspired me and kind of um, kickstarted my love for English and reading. But two of the books that we read in fifth grade, Esperanza Rising and Tuck Everlasting. Um, Esperanza Rising, now they are, you know, like a little bit aimed towards younger readers. But Esperanza Rising is about this girl who basically goes from riches to rags. And she just is so humbled throughout her journey. And she learns so many things. She has this beautiful character arc. And that really impacted me in fifth grade. And then the second book, Tuck Everlasting, um, it's about this girl named Winnie. She finds these people in, in the woods. And uh, they have drank this water that makes them immortal. Um, but she can't tell anyone. And it's just this whole situation. And I feel that Tuck Everlasting is a book that makes you think. Like, it just really makes you think about everything. It challenges your morals. And so those two books and my fifth grade English teacher have forever changed how I look at reading. That's wonderful. That's, I mean, that's the whole point of why it's very obvious that you're so passionate about your social impact initiative. But the Sisters in Sustainability podcast is designed to look at the work that women are doing within their communities to achieve the 17 sustainable development goals. Of these goals, literacy is most commonly related to goal number four, which is quality education. And it's very obvious that there is a direct link between education and success, whether it be academically, financially, or even in the workforce. In fact, there's a direct correlation between the level of education that somebody receives and the salary that they will receive in an entry-level position. A common issue preventing people from finding success in their education is a lack of resources. Globally, 25% of primary schools lack electricity, basic sanitation, and even clean drinking water. In addition, 50% of schools lack proper technology, including computers and internet access. When it comes to education, our students are unfortunately starting at a disadvantage. So why do you think it's so important that literacy is a skill that we focus on? Well, I think, as you said, you know, one of the biggest things is that these schools just don't have the funding that they need. They don't have access to resources. So I think that it's super important that we level the playing field for everyone, because when you're not receiving the quality education that someone else is receiving, that's when it's not fair. So that's my main goal, to be able to level the playing field for everyone by providing people with literacy skills and resources. But in terms of literacy skills and their importance, literacy skills are just so important to be able to navigate life and every aspect of Life, not just your job. For example, if you're reading medication labels, or maybe if you are applying for a job, filling out a job application, reading the signs on the street, reading ingredients in food, it could vary from anything. And there's so many daily tasks that you need literacy skills for. And it's so important that we work to implement these literacy skills in our schools. Now, you obviously live in one of the biggest cities in the world, which is Philadelphia. So how have you seen the impact of literacy on people in the real world? In addition to living in Philadelphia, you have lived all over the world. And so you have 
had a really diverse background and have lived with a really diverse group of people. So how are you seeing impacts of literacy around you? Um, well, one of the biggest things is I have worked with this organization called Treehouse Books, and I have donated books to them. It's Treehouse Books Philadelphia, and they've been a great outlet for me. But not only are they a great outlet for me, they are also a great outlet for kids in Philadelphia, specifically kids in North Philadelphia. And Treehouse Books basically acts as a safe haven for these kids in North Philadelphia. They can go in, select the books that they want to take home. They can take certain classes. They can enlist in certain literacy programs. And it's just a great environment that truly inspires learning in these children's lives. And like I said, it's a safe haven for them. So to be able to see that impact is great, especially in my own community in Philadelphia. Like Victoria said, I actually lived in Singapore for four years from kindergarten through third grade. And I think one of the cool things about Singapore was that I was able to be immersed in a super diverse community from a young age. And I think that really shaped who I am today in my values. And it taught me to be super open-minded and inclusive. And it was just normal for me to see all those cultures, people from all different backgrounds, people of different ethnicities, all those things. And so one of the things that I think is also super important in literature is having great representation in books because kids need to be able to see themselves in books, to learn about themselves, to feel confident in themselves for so many other reasons. And one of the things I actually learned in doing research is that there's something called a window book and something called a mirror book. Window books are great books because you're able to see out of a window, see a new perspective, a perspective that's not your own, learn from that perspective, challenge your own perspective. So window books are great. But also mirror books are so important and so vital because like I said, kids need to be able to see themselves reflect on themselves like they would in a mirror because you are leading the charge in literacy and and having such a great impact, what can people do in their communities to help get involved? So I would definitely say the first thing that they can do and the easiest thing that they can do is just spread the message, get the message out there, share things on social media, talk to your friends. I have loved being able to get people in my community more involved in this cause and give them ways that they can support this cause. And then of course, the next step I would say would be actually getting more involved, maybe by hosting your own book drive or the easiest thing for you to be able to do would be clean out the books you have at home. You might not know how many books you have sitting on a shelf that you don't read anymore, that you know one man's trash is another man's treasure. There are so many great organizations such as Treehouse Books Philadelphia, Book Smiles in Philadelphia and New Jersey. I've also donated to domestic violence shelters and um, foster care. So if you need any organizations, feel free to reach out to me because I can help you find a place in need that you could donate your books to. And also you can host your own book drive as well. Awesome. We are going to shift a little. So your social impact initiative is obviously so incredibly important and it's something that it means a lot to a lot of people. So your social impact initiative really stemmed from your involvement in the Miss America organization. So tell me why the Miss America organization as a young woman, why, when there's so many organizations out there in the world that can help you impact positive change, why the Miss America organization? Well, actually, one of the reasons I was drawn to the Miss America organization because was because of the talent portion of competition. So I'm actually a competitive Irish dancer. And the fact that it had talent got me super interested. Um, my one friend was in California, and she was a state title holder. And she was also an Irish dancer, and I had known her from dance. And so she really got me involved in this organization. And I started to learn more and more about it. I started to do research. I was watching YouTube videos from Miss America. 
Um, and I already had ideas in mind of what my social impact initiative, what I wanted it to be. Um, initially over COVID-19, um, I needed to get community service hours for my confirmation. And so my friend's mom suggested that I go read in preschools. And so I kind of took that idea off and turned it into this whole literacy is lit thing. And basically from there, then I started hosting book drives. And so it's just turned into this huge thing. But the Miss America organization truly kickstarted it. So once I got involved in Miss America, I implemented my literacy is lit stuff. And it's just all clicked and it's been great. And then, of course, when I found out that the Miss America organization had a social impact initiative phase, I love that, you know, it's not just a pageant or a scholarship competition. It also has that community service aspect that a lot of people don't realize. Yes, we wear these crowns on our heads, but it's also so important that we give back to our communities. And so the Miss America organization was a great way for me to kickstart my social impact initiative. So wanting to get involved with that talent and then already having this idea of a community service project combined made Miss America perfect for me. Do you have a favorite appearance or a community service event that you've been able to attend through the Miss America organization that pertains to your social impact initiative? So this is actually um, recent, but over Instagram, I discovered this organization called Book Smiles, and Book Smiles serves children in Philadelphia and New Jersey. And when I did more research about Book Smiles, I found out that they were actually doing the same exact thing that I am doing. And so their founder is Larry Abrams, who is an English teacher. And I reached out to Book Smiles saying that I had some books to donate from my book drive. And so um, we drove over to Philly and I dropped the books off and I actually got to meet Larry. I got to go into the Book Smiles warehouse and see all the books on their shelves, seeing the books being sorted, organized, packaged, all the things. And then the super cool thing that I was able to see was the teachers that were coming in, the social workers that were coming in, picking out the books for the kids that they serve and teach which was so cool to see that direct impact. And so it was super cool to see that process with Book Smiles. And I'm actually very excited because I am going to continue to work with Book Smiles. I'm going to continue to host book drives. And I'm super excited to see the platform that Book Smiles can give me with the social impact. My favorite appearance as a Miss America title holder was probably the day after I was crowned Miss Wilkes-Barre Scranton's Outstanding Teen. We took a trip to the Luzerne County Courthouse for a little press conference and the news actually came, the local news came, and it was such a cool opportunity to talk about the Miss America organization, to talk about the Northeastern Pennsylvania Scholarship Competition, and talk about how, you know, the road to Miss America and the road to Miss America's Outstanding Teen truly does start in cities like Wilkes-Barre, Scranton, or a county such as Luzerne County. And so it was such a cool opportunity. That's awesome. What is the thing that you're most looking forward to as you prepare to compete for Miss Pennsylvania's Outstanding Teen? The thing that I'm most excited for, for preparing for states for Miss Pennsylvania's Outstanding Teen is to continue to do work with my social impact initiative, Literacy is Lit, hosting more book drives, working with Book Smiles and other organizations. I'm also super excited because I'm working on a new talent and I just love being able to perform on stage. And it's so fun because yes, I compete in dance, but it's a different kind of vibe when I'm out there on stage dancing my heart out. But it's a lot of fun to also dance on the Miss Pennsylvania stage with a fun kind of fusion, non-competitive dance routine. So I'm super excited for that. And of course, I'm just so excited to see all my sisters again, reunite with them because sisterhood is truly one of the most amazing parts of the Miss America organization. I agree. Having been a candidate myself, I'm having hopefully the opportunity to be a candidate again. Um, I will really say the sisterhood is unbelievable and 
truly alive and strong and well today. And my best friends are a part of this organization. And then I, of course, have really amazing little sisters like you because of this organization. And so I'm grateful for it every day. So you're exactly right. What is one piece of advice that you would give to someone who wants to create positive change in the world? I would say for any person that wants to change the world, just ride the roller coaster because there's going to be ups, there's going to be downs, there's going to be loop-de-loops and sideways, and you just have to go with it. You know, you're going to have amazing moments and you're going to have some lower moments, but truly it all adds up and everything will pay off in the end. So just ride the roller coaster would be my advice. Lizzie. Thank you so much for being such an incredible, incredible light and an amazing influence on your community. Learn more about Lizzie's mission to help increase literacy around the world by following her on Instagram at Miss Wilkesbury Scranton's OT and on Facebook at Lizzie Shacklett, Miss Wilkesbury Scranton's Outstanding Teen 2023. You can also check out her website, Literacy is Lit. Make sure you never miss an episode and hit that subscribe button. Learn more about how you can help achieve the United Nations 17 Sustainable Development Goals by following us on Instagram at Sustainability Starts With You. Join the hashtag CISPOD Nation today and remember that sustainability really does start with you. Thanks for listening.